Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kuninagel podcast series, Shipping Insights. I'm your host, Sarah Vollmer, Vice President of Global Sea Logistics Customer Engagement and Events at Kuninagel. You and I are about to embark on an exciting journey through the world of sea freight. I've been fortunate enough to have a front row seat to this industry's ups and downs over the past two decades. Now it's my pleasure to bring to you the latest developments, innovations, and solutions in this dynamic industry. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just curious about logistics, get ready for enlightening conversations and expert insights in our latest episode. Let's dive into the fascinating world of sea freight together and welcome our latest guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Kudanagel's podcast series, Shipping Insights. Today, we're talking commodities. Commodities. What are those? What happens? Is that a specific thing? We're going to unravel what commodities are with one of our very own experts, Knut Mayer. Knut, welcome to our show. Thank you, Sarah. It's a pleasure to be in your show. Uh, thank you for having me. And yeah, let's talk about commodities and hopefully especially about dry fruits and nuts, which is my, my area of responsibility. Okay, well, you're making me hungry already. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? And how long have you been at Kuninagel? I am now 37 years old, originally born and living in Hamburg. I also lived in several other countries. But now I am since seven years uh, with Kuninagel. And more or less one and a half years now in, in the role of Global Development Manager for Dry Fruits and Nuts Sea Logistics. Okay, that sounds like a mouthful. Exactly, it is. It's a delicious topic and also yeah, a topic I even spent in my free time talking about friends about this topic. Really? You talk about it with friends, dried fruits and nuts. I, I'm famous within the family and also now in my circle of friends when it comes to dry fruits and nuts. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think we'll circle back on that topic uh, a little later. So why don't you share with us a little bit about your insights regarding the commodities market and specifically your expertise of dried fruits and nuts. What makes it different? Sure. So let me maybe shortly start with what is dry fruits and nuts? What, which products fall into this product category that everybody also can understand what products we are talking about? So I would say we mainly have three subcategories. It's the tree nuts that are mainly almonds, walnuts, pistachio, hazelnuts, cashews, Pecan, macadamia, pine nuts, and also Brazil nuts. Then we have the second category, ground nuts, which is the peanut. And then we have the, the part, the dry fruits, where products like dried grapes, dates, cranberries, prunes, and also dried apricots and figs belong to. We also involve now also seeds, like sunflower seeds or sesame seeds that are attached to this product. And maybe also to give you a short introduction about the market size that you have an idea how, how big it is production-wise. We, we can see that per year we produce or the world produces 5 million metric ton tree nuts. Uh, I think what is 
outstanding is the growth over the last uh, 10 years. 10 years ago, it was just 3 million metric tons. So we see 250,000 metric tons per year growing. And this shows also the potential for the future in this product. The same with peanuts. Uh, it's way bigger, but it's also a big consumption market by its own. It's 50 million metric tons. And dry fruits and nuts um, have grown over the last 10 years 30%. So all these categories are uh, already a big and interesting market, but also understand that it's um, a growing uh, market. Okay, so that's some pretty big growth, especially year over year. What's driving that? There are several factors that are driving the, the industry. In general, a growing business because also of the awareness of consumers about health benefits. And I would say we, we can see it also in the daily business that the health plays a bigger role in our daily consumption. People take more care of what they're eating. Um, so the whole market of of healthy lifestyle has gone through a big growth. And uh, part of this is then also dry fruits and nuts, where we can, for example, see in the snacking industry an example. Maybe back in the days, it was a lot of artificial products with excess of fat, sugars, a lot of salt. This industry is also becoming way more healthy. If you think of what you're snacking at the moment, it's more like fresh and natural products. And if you see in the supermarket, uh, the, the product mixes are more natural and based on dried fruits and nuts. So this is a big trend. And then there's also innovation driving the market. Uh, just think of cheese or also meat substitutes that can be based on on sunflower seeds, cashew or walnuts um, with with some special herbs. It will taste, and I already tried it. It's quite a good substitute. Yeah, and I also tried already vegan cheese that is made of cashew, also a big area where the growth is coming from. These are, I would say, some points where you can see the growth is coming from. Okay, all right. So uh, I try to eat as plant-based as possible. And I have to say, yes, I am a big fan of plant-based milks as well as remain nameless, but uh, some burgers uh, of, of a certain brand that are quite, quite tasty. And we actually even trick our kids into eating them. So all good with that. Okay, so definitely an interesting topic, an interesting product range for sure that I think everyone can relate to. But where where do all these products come from? Like what are what are the trade lanes specifically for the for the DFN or also known as the dried fruits and nuts? Yeah, let me try to give you a certain overview of the trade lane. So uh, maybe we start with the origins where where the products are originally coming from. It's a natural product. It grows just in, in certain areas. It needs a certain condition where these products are growing. So from origin-wise, the US uh, is the, the leading uh, production for uh, tree nuts. I would say between 30 and 40% of the global uh, supply is coming from the US, and especially almonds, pistachio, and walnuts. Uh, second one in the tree nut area is then Turkey, with 10 to 15 percent for hazelnuts and pistachios and then we have also markets like chile for walnuts vietnam where cashews are coming from australia macadamia almonds 
And also, yeah, Iran, uh, pistachio is also a big market. For peanuts, it's China and India. These are quite big growers, but they are having also their own consumption. So for export-wise, I would say the biggest one, at least going to uh, Europe, are Argentina, Brazil and the US. The Middle East plays for the dry fruits a quite big role. And destination, so this was the origin part, destination. We see that the EU is for all the origin markets a very important market. But we also see other countries that are developing quite well. And the biggest country, for example, of imports of almonds is India. Asia in general, Japan, China, South Korea, Vietnam play, play a role in importing these products. Middle East... Turkey is a big market, but also UAE, Saudi Arabia and Jordan are importing a lot. And the US is a big market for imports of cashew from Vietnam. So this is more or less the trade lanes in a broad overview. Okay, so quite a variety of country pairs here and that. Um, lots of different personalities. You know, we've heard from many folks on our show, such as, you know, drinks, such as beverages and wine and, and whatnot. And and LCL cargo, um, and, and some other types. So I would think that DFN has its own set of challenges when it comes to shipping via sea freight around the world, correct? That's totally correct. So I think we, we have, for all products, challenges in supply chain. And we saw also the last two years what extreme challenges we, we were facing and what all participants in the supply chain were facing. And yeah, for, for dry fruits and nuts, since I already spoke about the main origins, uh, we, we understand that from the, or the US is a very important export market. And then California comes into play where almonds, pistachio and walnuts are grown. So we remember maybe the last two, two years where was the hot spot of all the congestion was Oakland, Long Beach. It was in the news. So more than 100 ships were waiting in front of the port. And that made it very hard for the shippers. It's a natural product. It needs to be harvested and then yeah, also supplied during the year uh, to all these countries. And it was very challenging for, for the farmers to get these products out of the market to the final destination. Also with big delays, for example, Here in Europe, we, we need to have the, the products of almonds and also especially walnuts for Christmas. We like to bake. We uh, like to have these products in December in the supermarket. And there was a delay. And for the shippers, yeah, they couldn't get all their products out. So there's still a carryover effect. That means that still old harvest is in the warehouses for them. Even though we need also to say that the logistic situation dramatically improved, so there's no, no real congestion anymore, but still the, the old harvest is also for some products in, in the warehouses. And yeah, that leads also to lower prices because there's so much product available now that the farmers need to sell the products to, to a lower price. So well, that has been... Uh, a very big challenge that is still where we see the effects still ongoing. Another challenge, especially in summer times, warm condition can can be challenging for for these products. And then also our reefer product can come into play, where we also can provide solution in a special warm summer days. Okay, 
So one thing, you know, that you didn't exactly touch on, you, you just mentioned some warm summer days right now, but what role does climate change have on the industry? And what are some of the impacts of the increase to drive sustainability within DFN? Is it possible to do so? Sustainability plays a very important role also in the market uh, since it is a natural product and the product depends on the environment that we are having. And we see also in, I'm coming back also to California, that there's water issues, uh, heat uh, even some some fires that are challenging. So the the producers itself, I think, over generation are already interested in sustainable approach. They are thinking already since several years about how to reduce or make the supply of water more efficient for the planting, waste reduction, and also the packaging to to make it more sustainable. How how to manage the the pesticides, that they are less aggressive and also more environmental friendly. These are topics that they are thinking of. And also we are requested also to put our insights about the uh, supply chain. So we are part as Kühn Nagel also in several institutions that are important in the dry fruits and nuts industry. And there we are part of workshops where we are discussing the topic of sustainability areas and we give insights about yeah, visibility, possibilities of avoidance, reduction, and even of the supply chain. I want to talk to you about a little bit more about the trends. So you mentioned earlier in our discussion about the fact that the the need for people to want to be healthier is driving a lot of the volume increase within dried fruits and nuts. What are some of the other trends that you're seeing within the marketplace? Yeah, so the healthy part, I would say, is one of the key drivers, uh, the healthy lifestyle. But we can also see that some economic developments and some markets are also uh, coming into, into place. Uh, I would say, looking back 10 years ago, the EU was the main importer. So uh, we see now that the Middle East becomes a way more important market for, for uh, the origins. India, as I mentioned, um, is, is a way bigger market. And also for the future, Africa is seen as quite potential market where yeah, future growth is, is seen. And I'm also quite optimistic that the growth will continue because of just also developments of, of markets. Okay, all right. So what are some of the future opportunities that are out there within within the the DFN? So yes, of course you just touched upon, you know, Africa. You know, we at Kunago, we have quite a quite a extensive African strategy um, ourselves. But what else? What else? I always love to ask the what I call my cloudy crystal ball question. So what is the rest of 2023 and into 2024 hold for DFN? This is also hard for me to, to answer. There are so many different industries that, that are involved in dry fruits and nuts and where you can find also dry fruits and nuts. And they are also doing research how to use more and more and uh, also marketing more and more the dry fruits and nuts. So if you think of the snacking industry, as I also mentioned, less sugar, 
use more natural products like maybe dates uh, or cranberries, then um, yeah, we see the bakery and confectioner industry or the breakfast cereal industry, I think is also growing quite fast where muesli granola plays a part where crunchy nuts and dry fruits, a big thing in this industry. I also think the milk industry, the substitution of the milk in, in general and also more sustainable approach is the nut milk of cashew, almond or hazelnut. And I think also you see this if you are going to the supermarket, you can see also shelves full of these products with yeah maybe two, three, four years ago, you didn't see these products. So there's always coming new ideas, new innovation that are driving also the growth of dry fruits and nuts. All right. So I thank you for that. I feel like I am a dried fruit nut expert now. And like I said at the start, you've really started to make me very hungry um, as we've, <laughs> we've gone through our discussion. But Knud, I appreciate you coming out on the show. Thank you so much for talking to me. And I hope our listeners have also gained some additional insights that maybe they didn't have in regard to this specific commodity. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you for, for the invitation. And yeah, I really like the topic and also talking about the product. So I hope I gave some interesting insights. And I, my suggestion is snack more dried fruits and nuts. It's healthy. Snack more dried fruits and nuts. Go, go, go. I appreciate that. That's a great segue. So thank you, everyone, for tuning into us. I'm your host, Sarah Fulmer. And please be sure to follow us on social to learn about our next podcast episode topic. Bye for now.